Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. Welcome back, darlings. Thank you so much for having us. (laughs) I'll always have you over. I even laid out some little macaroons for you all to enjoy. Mm. I want the purple one. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. kind of gross. Okay, well. You don't like macaroons? (laughs) They're just... They're, they're, you laid them all over the floor. They're like stuck to the floor. It's so yeah, hot Yeah, you here. get to the floor and you eat them. Yeah, come on, you Carlos. Eat them off get the down floor, here. Carlos. What do you do? You your floor macaroons? Is the, is the outside of a macaroon the same as the outside of an M&M? No. Uh, I think scientifically there's no way to tell. The world they're may never like know. hard candy shell. I, I do know macaroons will only melt in your mouth and not in your hand. <laughs> Are we still talking about that? also milk's favorite candy. <laughs> Right. Um, who's oh playing with me today? <laughs> my name is Robert Leahy. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Xandar Radnax, <laughs> who also uses he, him pronouns. Hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. I use they, them pronouns, and I am playing Hart, who also uses they, them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Rain Hallwinter, who uses she, her pronouns. And I'm Jules. I'll be your... Void Master this evening. And yeah, we have a lot to do. So without further ado, so you find yourselves, um, you are down in that server room. Orion Starcross has just like whoop, popped up in front of you. Um, I believe he said something very sassy, as he is wont to do. Classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're all um sitting there as you see this um facility becoming uh coming back online. Uh, what do you all do? I would like to read um, Hestia's reaction to Orion popping up. Um, sure. Yeah, that might be hard to do because Hestia is a swarm of nanobots. But um, go ahead and roll an insight check. That is a an eleven. An eleven. Yeah. Um, all you've noticed uh, is the swarm has sort of moved over to um the uh, they, it sort of has dispersed to each of the server towers and you see like little clumps of these things are sort of like inserting themselves into the servers it looks like she's working so um from what you can tell there seems to be no reaction got it okay um yeah so that's what you see happen I feel like Rain, as soon as she sees Orion, she tries to go towards Hestia as like the 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 the, the nano nanobots, whatever they're called, the nanites. Yes. And um is like, hey, what the hell's going on with this? And they like split up into different groups. And so she's like following one group. She's like, hey, I'm talking to you. Moves away. She follows another group. Come on. What the what is what the hell is with this? <laughs> uh, you see Orion walks over to you, Heart sort of like looks you up and down. Looks like y'all been through hell. Affirmative. If hell is a abandoned laboratory filled with brain spiders and rats. Well, I suppose I don't know. It could be. Are you meant to be here? Well, here I am. That is not the question I asked. (laughs) I suppose you can say me and the good uh, professor made a little bit of a deal. And I've uh, decided to help her upgrade her systems in return for a little information about our missing dragon friend. I think we're all looking for a little information on the missing dragon friend. Well then, I think this was a mutually beneficial situation, don't you? Feels like it so far. Can I? We all tour into in cahoots. I don't know why you kept it a secret. Well, what's a little secret between friends, right, Xandar? Well, they 
Where I come from, they say that friends don't keep secrets from each other. Uh, Hart writes that down. (laughs) (laughs) Orion like turns around and like walks away from you. At the very back of this room, there is a red blast door that is sealed shut. And Orion like sort of walks over there and is just kind of like looking at it. I will follow him. I would also like to make um, an insight check, if I may. On Orion? Orion. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Uh, what are you trying to um, I want to know if he is telling the truth, if 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 he is, if him getting information about the dragon is the full truth of why he is here. Oh, I see. Interesting. Um, okay. Because I think that, I think that that caught Hart off guard, like the idea that he's doing this, like, this like favor, sort of, like thinking of Cassiopeia mm. who was searching for this dragon. So I think, I think Hart was surprised by that. Um, and I rolled a 22. Oh my God. So <laughs> let me buck up, bucko. <laughs> <laughs> let me peel back the layers here. Hart, I think what you understand from this interaction is that that is half true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's definitely like something being left out. Um, but that was definitely like seemed like a prepared response was that is why I have done this. Um, but there's something more there. And I think with that check, um, Ryan seems sort of like, well, like, like, like he was talking to you for a second and then he seemed to like get distracted by something. And that's why he likes has sort of walked away over to the door. Um, I would like to follow him if I may. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, and um, I will also examine the, the blast door with him. Um, is there anything in particular I can assist you with? It's a black spot. I can see this entire lab, but I can't see what's in here. That's just going to drive me crazy. What are secrets between friends? Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm beginning to like you. Beginning? Um, you will hear um, Hestia's voice come over the uh, speaker. If you're done down there, proceed up to the communication hub. I'll debrief you on the current situation. That's all. Say, Orion, if you can see what's going on all inside this lab, are you able to see what's going on outside the lab? Uh, yeah, uh, there are some cameras I can access outside the building. Most of them seem to be damaged. Not seeing too much of interest. And one more, I don't know, completely unrelated question. Uh, does Captain Cass know you're here? That she does not. I'm hoping maybe we can, uh, work something out between the, uh, just us, just us pals. All right, I know I said one more question, but I actually have one more question on top of that, sort of a part two to my previous question. What sort of connection do you have to Captain Cass's comms? Her comm lines? Well, I'm fully integrated with the Star Corsair. So you've, you've picked up on the conversations we've had with Captain Cass thus far while we've been exploring this laboratory. Are, are you afraid that you said something you didn't want me to hear, Xander? Oh, nothing that we didn't want you to hear. That's for certain. Oh, I see. Well, then, I suppose there's nothing to talk about. All right. suppose we're playing it fast and loose then, and I'll wink at Orion. Um, have you approached this door, Xander? Uh, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll approach it, uh, uh, I'll, I'll follow Hart down the hall. Um, go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh. Ooh, that's actually pretty good. That is gonna be an 18. That is pretty good. However, as you, like, sort of step over here, you're having this, like, talk with, um, Orion. You see something just over Orion's shoulder, standing right in front of the door. Xander, your old partner, what did he look like? 
Well, he was awful tall, even for a gif. Muscular. Uh, rather handsome. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, his name was Dak. Dak. All right. You see Dak there over Orion's shoulder. He sort of like looks at you, smiles, and walks through the door. I, I approach the door and I put a hand on it. Um, you hear uh, Hestia again. Again, please proceed up to the communications hub. And, and that's through here. That That's through here. The communications hub is through, is the, the hub is through here? Incorrect. Back up the elevator. How do I, how do I get in? And I, I was wanting to like put my hands o- over the door, maybe look for like a, a, a number pad or some sort of entry or something, that, something that I can, I yeah, can there is a keypad with. to the side of the store that looks like it is um, the way to get in. Um, as you start looking for that, you hear again, Mr. Radnax, there is nothing behind that door that should concern you. Please proceed up the elevator back to the communications hub. T- tell me what's behind this door. I will not. Tell me. Tell me now. And I want to put my hand on the bypass shunt as if I'm about to rip it. I want to like go to where the shunt was inserted and go as if I'm going to rip it out. Uh, the shunt um, inserted into the uh, uh, server tower? Yeah, that's like sort of close to where we are, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think you would know. You, you're a little tech savvy that at this point the, the shunt wouldn't do anything. Removing it wouldn't do anything to the system. Okay. Um, but if you were to throw, if, if you want to make a threat, I suppose, destroying the tower would be bad. Alright. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll aim my rifle at it then. Um, you see, as soon as you do that, all of those um, little nanites kind of swarm back together. Um, Rain, what are you doing in this moment? I am very, uh, surprised by how Xandar is acting. I'm assuming I didn't see this figure that Xandar saw. You did not. So just seeing Xandar all of a sudden be like, what's behind the door? What's behind the door? And then like aim a, his rifle at the system. I think um, Rain probably thinks that this is like some sort of like side effect to being near, what's the? Illithid. Thank you. Rain thinks that this is some sort of side effect of being so close to like Illithid tech or something like that. So like Maybe something's wrong with Xandar. So I think Zan- or Rain's going to approach Xandar and be like, Hey, buddy, are you sure about this? Look, I, I, I'm not exactly sure what I just saw, but it just went through this door. And 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 if what I saw is real, if there's even a chance, I, I have to see what's on the other side of this door. If you expect me to help you any further, you will put down your weapon and return to the communications hub. Look, we've been doing a lot of helping you. I don't know what you're saying if we expect you to help us, but at least, I don't know, lie to me or something. Tell me what's on the other side of this damn door. It is a containment chamber for very sensitive subjects. I want to um, approach Xandar and put a hand on his shoulder um, and very quietly say... um, we have seen a lot of things that are not what they appear. I'm not sure what you th- what you saw, but perhaps it is a trick. Uh, Xander, you hear over your shoulder. Is that all I am to you, Zandy? A trick? Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Dan- damn brain rats. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. And I want to try to start walking away from the door. Uh, you do. You just feel this, like, pull on your shoulder, like something is pulling you back there, but you are uh, moving away from it. 
I I think I know enough about illithid tactics mm. and deception in general that there's a small part of my mind that understands that it's such a slim chance that what I think I saw went into that room actually did mm. that I have like that that heart's sort of uh, intervening there like brought that reality to the forefront for me. Yeah, that's fair. I buy that. Absolutely. Um, so you continue out. Um, are you all proceeding out of this room? Um, uh, yeah, I, I'll follow, I'll follow Xandar. And I think like, I'll shoot a look over my shoulder at Orion. Um, and like, like look at him and like, look at the door and look back at him and then out. Okay. Tell me more about what you're trying to communicate there. Um, I just am trying to communicate like, uh, uh, we are all being lied to, even you, as close as you think you are. Roll for persuasion. Okay. Um, persuasion? Ooh, seven. Okay. Um, he just sort of blinks out of existence. Okay. Can I try something sort of retroactively? Um, this is what I would like to try. You tell me if it's possible or not. So, um... I, that that entire conversation, I think the moment that Rain sees Xandar focused on the door trying to get through, even mm. though she's like, hey, are you, like, is this worth it? Rain, Rain doesn't give a fuck about Hestia or Orion. <laughs> the, those are the last two people she wants to help. She wants to help Xandar. So I think like what she'll do is if this is possible is mm-hmm. while that's happening, try to cast as a ritual, um, unseen servant and turn Tanyo into a little invisible boy. And then um, if there's some way that I can have Tanyo trying to like open the door. Okay. Do you have the slot to cast unseen servant? Cause you would need 10 minutes to use the ritual. You probably don't have 10 minutes in this moment. I can use a slot if I need to. Okay. You'd probably have to burn a slot. Um, I'd say if you do that, give me a stealth check with advantage. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. That's a 21. Nice. nice. Okay, cool. Um, then give me a hacker's tool check. Um, you're doing this through Tanya, so just use your own modifiers that you would normally use. Okay. That's uh 21. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are rolling like hot fire today. <laughs> <laughs> um, you all think that this situation has sort of resolved itself, Hart. You're sort of walking with Xandar back to the elevator. Orion disappears. Xandar and Hart, I think at the same moment, you sort of realize that Rain isn't with you. Mm -hmm. And you turn and you look back and there's no one in the hallway. Rain is just sort of like standing near it and you hear like a and you see the door grind open. I, I, something that I think you guys see when you look at Rain is whenever, uh, so I have the ability to look through Tanya's eyes. So when that happens, I'm obviously not looking through my own eyes. So like my, my visor is like lit up. So you like can't see my eyes cause I'm focused on like the screen through Tanya essentially. So like, that's the clue that you know that I might've done something. Um, I think there's a moment where heart is like, are we going to just keep opening doors in the lab filled with dangerous things? Sure. Okay. 
Um, uh, why not, I guess? We've already marched this far. What possible harm could come to us now? We've only had to kill so many things and the rats are still in the walls. Um, uh, and I think we'll just sort of like put their hand on Xandar's shoulder um, and ask, um, would you like to go see what's inside? Heart reaches out to put uh, their hand on my shoulder, and in that same move, I slip under their giant shield arm and yeah. pass them, and like, but like break for the door. And All right. on my way to the door, yeah. because I've already sort of like had a moment of like, no, this couldn't, but maybe, but I think. I'm going to cast Enhance Ability on myself. Okay. And nice. use Owl's Wisdom to give myself uh, advantage on wisdom checks. Okay. All right. All right. Now, that won't apply to saving throws, but that will apply to any um, check you make with your wisdom. Right. Keep that in mind. You right. dash right. down this hallway for the door, past rain, um, heart I think you will immediately see this swarm goes to like sort of try to intercept Xandar. Xandar, give me either acrobatics or athletics. I'm going to have you, you contest the swarm on this. Am I? I'm probably not close enough to help with this, am I? Um, Describe to me how you would help. Um, I would like to assist by using my giant shield arm to sort of like get in the way to slow them down. So yeah, so I'll are. say that that will give them disadvantage. Great. Okay, I got a 14. Okay. Um, Hart, you put up your shield. Uh, thank goodness you did. And <laughs> the uh, swarm is held back just long enough for Xandar, you to slip into that room. This is a much smaller chamber, Xandar. Um, there seems to be kind of like a... A circular, uh, like walkway, and in the center there is like one giant, uh, container, a glass container all the way around. And as you walk in, a light turns on, and you see floating inside this chamber a creature, um, about the size of a regular human, maybe a little taller. Its uh, face is a mass of tentacles. Um, that ends in a bulbous, enlarged head. You can see the head pulsates slightly with electricity, almost as if it is a machine of some sort. And the rest of it, it's a sort of sallow gray skin, um, just sort of floats there. You see multiple tubes sort of attached to different parts of it. And um, that's what you see. You see a mind flare. Seeing this right away, I know I'm being fucked with. Like my training kicks in, like my mm -hmm. instinct, like my like military instincts kick in. Yeah. And what I want to do right away is sort mm -hmm. of clock the situation. My first instinct is to try to determine the location of all my allies. Okay. And since I've interacted with Rain and Heart already, mm -hmm. where is Shale? Where is Shale? Oh, <laughs> good point. <laughs> Roll for perception. All right. That is, ooh, a 16. Um, you- Oh, I have advantage on wisdom checks. Hold on. Oh, yes, you do. <gasps> uh, nope, it's going to be a 16. <laughs> <laughs> you look back down the hallway. You take a second to look back over your shoulder. And for a second, you do see Dak. And then the image sort of messes up. And you see Shale 
where Jack is standing. You turn to look back at this tank, but you find yourself somewhere else, Xandar. When you were at the Githyanki Training Academy, sort of you're a military academy, uh, I think you seemed like the type that would sometimes sneak out of class. Is that true? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Where would you go? Uh, often, I think, to uh, like the mess hall. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of like sneaking off into the mess hall, a lot of hang- sneaking off into the like hangar to sort of uh, fantasize about plotting my escape. So ah. like taking inventory of like, what ships were in the hangar, what types of ships there were, trying to clock, like, what the schedules of the people guarding the hangar were, <laughs> you know, like, sort of when the shifts changed, who I could take advantage of, who paid attention while they were on watch, who didn't, like... Nice. So I think I think between, like, the mess hall to make get supplies for myself and the hangar to, like, actually fantasize about stealing a ship, it was a lot of clocking what other gith were up to and trying to figure out how I could use my charisma to my advantage to, like, take advantage of them. Um, you are sort of crouched underneath a Githyanki warship, this massive ship. I mean, you found, like, a nice little spot to hide in there. You're sort of, like, staking out, like, watching the people that work in the hangar kind of go about their business. Um, when you hear a voice behind you, so what's the plan, Hotshot? We gonna take out all these people ourselves? You know, I don't need to take any of them out. That would cause too much of a fuss. <laughs> well, you certainly didn't hear me coming, so I think you could have benefited from going to military exercises this morning. Well, don't act like I didn't know you were coming, and don't act like I didn't know you wouldn't know exactly where I was. <laughs> So, what are you doing underneath a warship? Look, Dak, you know I gotta get out of here. I ain't fit for this. I ain't cut out for this, and and if it weren't for you cutting me slack, I'd be getting my ass kicked out there every damn day. Where do you want to go? I don't know. Anywhere other than here. You know I ain't got nothing to go back to. Hell, none of us do. But outside this system, don't tell me they're... There ain't something interesting, something more than this. I don't know, Zam. You were always enough for me. And then you hear, why are you showing me this? Uh, do I do I know the source of that? Uh, you look around you. This image, this sort of memory has just kind of frozen in place. Like someone hit the pause button. And you hear this voice coming from every direction. Am I back in the room with the walkway with the no, you're um, still under Mewtwo the warship. and the tank? You're you're under the warship in the hangar. Okay. Uh I I sort of shake that off and uh I I will reach for Dak's hands and uh and I'll say, You should come with me. You um see this image kind of fall away and you're kind of left in nothing but like kind of blank white nothingness and you hear incorrect that's not what you said look i i don't know where i'm going and and you got to understand even with you here it it just doesn't cut it this this ain't enough for me you say that you say this ain't enough for me and then out of this fog 
you see that same elithid emerge. Only this time, instead of its naked, exposed body, it's wearing this like sleek chrome uh, cloak with this like kind of high cowl, and it walks towards you. That is what you said. But you didn't answer my first question. Why did you show me that? I ain't, I ain't showing you nothing. It's the first I, place I you I ain't never went. shown nobody nothing like this, and I ain't never intended to. I see. What are you doing so far away from the other gift? We didn't breed you to be solitary. Don't talk to me like you have some control over me or some air of superiority here. I apologize. You clearly have the upper hand in this scenario. I simply wanted to meet my would-be executioner. That's what you're here to do, right, Sandar? You're going to kill me. Do I have my rifle? Um, yeah. I'd like to aim it. Okay. You're goddamn right. I'm here to kill you. Why is that? Untold pain. Untold suffering. For generations of my people. Why did you do it? When the Elithid first came to Limbo, your people opened the gates to us. They welcomed our advancement. And we loved you for your psionic prowess. You showed much promise. You had the potential to be the greatest of our creations. And yet, without us, what has become of Limbo? It's become something that it never could have been while under the control of your experimentation. What gave you the right? We took the right by sovereignty. And now I'll take your life by the same reason. I welcome it. I haven't been afforded only one luxury in my current situation. That is her. Do you see like sort of an image of Hestia appear? Out of every mind I've encountered, hers was the most close to perfection. Xandar, you hate me, but do you know the source of that hate? Can you really trust your feelings? I, I don't know. I don't know what I can trust, but I know it ain't you. So much of what you are is based on our influence. Let me show you. Uh, Xander, you find yourself in a classroom and you see uh, one of your instructors at the academy is sort of teaching you about um, Githzerai and sort of their battle tactics and uh, why they are different from you and uh, why uh, you can't trust them. Um, they're going on and on, and um, you hear behind you, this is your enemy also, yes? Your own people. Do you know why that is? Because they're, they're more clever? No. Because we implanted it. In case you should ever grow to oppose us, we implanted a hatred within your own species so it would consume itself before it could ever stand against us. You must not have planted it deep enough because you didn't account for this, this kinship I still felt. Yes. Perhaps we should have been more thorough. But I do believe my intervention has prevented the gift from achieving their true potential. And when we come back, we can pick up right where we left off. So go ahead, Xandar. Pull the trigger, and I will return 
to the consciousness, I will return to the Elder, and I will tell him of Xandar Adnax. And you find yourself back out in the tank room. I I want to... Uh, my eyes are still closed. I, I, I never open them after this interaction. I want to think about that relationship that I always had with the idea of Githzerai and mm. how I never quite fit in with the Githyanki anyway. Mm. And so something about what that Mind Flayer just said to me made a lot of sense that they would have implanted this idea. They would have like driven this wedge between us because it always felt unnatural. The difference mm-hmm. always felt unnatural. And I I want to um I want to clock sort of with my eyes still closed like where Shale is in this room, sort of like tap into this uh this sense that I have of spaces and places. Yeah. yeah. And my instincts and I want to very quietly, in a way that I think that only Shale could hear me, say, smash the tank. Um, as you sort of, like, get in touch with the world around you, you, have, you feel Shale already, like, with um, their arms on your shoulder as you say that. You see they, like, move past you towards the tank. As this is happening, though, heart, you have beat back. This only took a second, this whole like sort of spirit walk you just went on. <laughs> um, are you beat back this swarm of Hestias. Get out of my way. You should have told the truth. You don't know what he's going to do. You have to stop him. Why? Because because I love him. <laughs> um you see Shale go and uh, strike the tank. I'm going to roll an attack for Shale. Um, and make a little dent on it. It's um, it's solid, uh, but uh, he's going to uh, continue to try to uh, pound this tank. Rain, what are you doing? I am prepared to try and back off the nanites uh, with some of the flares that I have to try and like blind their cameras, essentially. Okay. Um, oh, like those uh, those underwater flares? Yeah, from- I, bought, I bought those flares a long time ago. So I like have We them are going through out. our inventory, people. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bring it on, you fuckers. <laughs> I got them both in each hand. Um, um, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got um, 50 of these bad boys. Oh my God. What have, um, what have as, we done? As, yeah. Rain is, as Rain is like lighting up these, these, uh, <laughs> these underwater flares. <laughs> Um, heart like like shield still out like like blocking the the swarm. Um, heart will just say, "I think you should come down and say goodbye yourself." Uh, roll for intimidation or persuasion. I'll give you advantage because I think what Rain is doing might be helping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back, back, you sickos! <laughs> back, you sickos! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm so glad I got advantage. That's gonna be a sixteen. On persuasion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um Hestia's gonna say, just just stop him until I get down there. I can explain everything. Just stop him. And you see the swarm sort of rush back up the elevator. Um, I will well, I will. I will go uh, I will wheelie forward into the room. Um 
are Xandar's eyes still closed? Yeah, I think you still see Xandar sort of like looks like um in deep meditation with his eyes closed. As Shale's gonna take another shot at this tank. Um again. Continues to like bash it. You see like a little like veins of cracks start to appear. Um, I will approach Shale um and say, uh, I have been asked to ask you to stop. Uh Shale hesitates, uh looks at Xander. I don't know what's going on here. That thing needs to die. And I believe that it will, but she wants to say goodbye. I'm like running to the elevator. I'm running back from the elevator. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? We don't have a lot of time. (laughs) Flares in both hands. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, uh, Rain, you run in the room still holding flares. (laughs) When do these run out? Totally like walk into a very delicate situation. <laughs> so I just stand in the corner with two flares burning. <laughs> um, did I hear did I hear Hestia say that she loved the mind flare, or was that something that only Hart was privy to? You know, you seem pretty focused on on just like, you know, being in touch with the everything going on in that last moment. Um so why don't you go ahead and roll that perception check and you can use your um enhance ability on it. Sweet. That is going to be a 21. Nice. Then yeah, you absolutely heard it. All right. Uh, I will I will say, um, I will allow it. I will give her one chance to say goodbye. A chance that I never got. Um, it sounds like you all wait for Hestia to come down. Yeah. While we're uh while we're waiting, can I roll like perception or investigation on the creature in the tank? Uh sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, those will both probably give you different information. Uh, so you just tell me what you are trying to do. Um, I will roll perception, I think. I, I don't know what this is. Um, okay. So yeah. I am just like sort of like trying to figure out like what is going on. Go um, for it. But that is a nine. There's a lot happening. Seems like a creature to you um, kind of looks f- not very formidable. Doesn't look like much of a fighter, uh, but you do claw kind of that that powerful looking like uh, a cranium it possesses. Oh, uh, Rain, are you doing anything in this moment? Uh, no, but I am strategizing. So I think Rain is just quiet in the corner for now. Okay. Then I'll say a little bit goes by and you hear the elevator coming down and you will all see Hestia walking into this room, uh, not looking so much uh, like before, kind of wearing that uh, uh, awful t-shirt you all got her oh, and <laughs> that, old, that old speed suit is like now sort of like wearing kind of like more traditional elven garbs uh lots of like flowing robes and um has her staff she looks a bit more formidable she walks into the room i tried to spare you this uh looking at you xandar tell me tell me why they showed him to me first They asked me why I was showing them this, but what I don't understand is that they showed him to me first. The illithid mind is the most complex in the known universe. Xander, I don't know, but I can find out. I can learn so much from him. I already have. I have advanced elven technology beyond anything possible and look he's contained it's safe look i don't understand what side you're on anymore your people have done a lot of good for mine 
saving me from them. And at the same time, you have done a lot of bad for a lot of others. I don't understand why you should be afforded any sort of opportunity for kinship or closeness or love at all for all the damage you've done. The damage I've done saved countless lives. Everything you say is wrapped in some second layer of shit. I don't want this to come to violence, but I will not. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right? Sorry. As, as soon as she says the word violence, I it's hidden by the flare. <laughs> but you see Rain's watch gets, I guess the audience sees Rain's mm-hmm. watch get enveloped in that dark orb. Okay. But I'm hoping that the like light from the flare is like blocking it from Hestia's view. And I'd like to set a reaction that if she tries any shenanigans, any quick moves, that I'm going to try and throw a hold person at her. Uh, yeah, I think roll for stealth or sleight of hand as you are mm-hmm. trying to like kind of hide you prepping that spell. Okay. Oh, chef kiss. That's a crit. <laughs> All right. The yeah, fucking you flares, baby. Natural hold one. That reaction. Um, she says, I do not want this to come to violence, but this specimen is worth everything to me. You wanted to find that dragon. I have the resources to help you. You wanted to know what Artemis took from my mind. I can tell you that and set you on the path that you need to go on. But I can only do that if we agree to work with each other. I've got a feeling that you don't want this to come to violence because you and I both know how that would end. I do think you underestimate me somewhat. Uh, roll a perception check, Xandar or Arcana. Um, yeah, all even, of you can even, do this. Even Rain is like, uh, wait, we really gonna fight her? <laughs> I I only got a nine, but I don't have any intention. I, I don't have any intention of fighting her. I okay. got a five. I got a 17. Um, Heart, you can track. Uh, wait, what was that? Uh, perception or was that Arcana? I did perception. Okay. Um, you get to the sense that these aren't empty threats uh, from Hestia. Hestia is a very gifted magic user and a fight with her would be very dangerous. Yeah. Um, even even still, I think uh, Hart will will position themselves so as to be between Hestia and the Mind Flare next to Xandar, um, as if to say, like, th- if there is a line being drawn, I want you to know where I stand. Okay. So how do we proceed? Well, thus far we've made a lot of strange allegiances. And if you can help us, truly help us, not antagonize us, not give us the runaround, not lead us here or there and expect us to do this or that for you. If you can truly help us to find that dragon, we owe it to our captain to explore that avenue on one condition. Condition. You help me, you help me find somebody else too. I'm sure I can try. Who are you looking for? I'll gesture over my shoulder to the mind flare in the tank, and I'll say, he'll tell you. Very well. We have a deal, then. Shall I escort you out 
my flares finally like figured out. Um, yeah, she, yeah, we can head out. She places like a hand. She'll move past you, heart towards the tank, and she sort of um, places a hand on the tank and like puts her face close to it and sort of like kisses the glass. It is an oddly tender thing for Hestia to do. You've never seen any sort of warmth from her at all. And um, then like quickly, like kind of moves away from the tank and starts walking down the hall. Follow me. I'll follow her and I'll tell her, and you tell that thing to stay out of my goddamn head. Already done. You all move to the communications hub. Yeah. Um, you see uh, Orion is there, Hestia is there. Um, as you are sort of being led up here, um, you see swarms of these nanites are now everywhere. Uh, this place is crawling with them and they all seem to be about the task of repairing this uh, facility. Um a bunch of them are sort of um, uh, uh, swarmed near the elevator and they sort of take you up to the uh, communications hub. Um, Hestia pulls up on the uh, large screen in that room a schematic that looks like a giant weapon of some sort. I assume you all know what this is. Negative. The Annihilation Cannon was used to destroy Renegaia in an unfortunate act of war. To power the cannon, several things are needed. Most importantly, the sphere that controls it. The sphere that has been stolen from this lab. The second thing is the annihilation equation that used to only exist in my mind. Uh, Someone is trying... Yes, Rain, that's it. Someone is trying to recreate my life's work. I I think we might know who. Yeah. Oh, very well. I can point you in one direction to get started. Uh, my former assistant, uh, Dr. Lovehand, very intelligent human I worked with for some years. She did not die on this base, I can assure that much. She must have some idea of what happened since I've been gone. She'd be a good lead to start. Other than that, you'll need to track where the sphere may have gone. Finding the sphere is one thing, but Rain, I think if we paid a visit to an old friend of yours, we might know where that equation is. Yeah, I think, um... Hestia, I have a question. Um, if we find the sphere, what exactly do you want us to do with it? Return it to me, obviously. And the formula? Well, the formula is difficult. You can't exactly return a formula to me. It would perhaps be safer if you can't find a way to transcribe it so I can keep it in my records. I'll find some sort of way to terminate whatever brain the equation is currently residing in. Who hmm. knew you knew the equation? Anyone that worked on the project, most of which are either locked up or Dr. Lovehand herself. Would the doctor be able to point us in the direction of Artemis, maybe? Perhaps if there's some connection. They seem to be interested in the same things. Don't y'all two frequent the same kind of internet chat rooms and such? Isn't there some way you can find a lead to someone who might know where Artemis is? And then Rain goes, 
oh, wait a minute, and starts like plugging away at her her visor. She's like, oh, I haven't been here in so long. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. She's going to log into Screaming Into the Void. Okay. <laughs> and kind of, she's going to reach out to the the moderators of Screaming Into the Void uh-huh. and basically ask them uh, if they have any sort of like special permissions or any uh, for any data uh, on that, um, what was that, that post that birdie oh sure yeah 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 this might be like a downtime thing but like gathering as much data from screaming into the void as possible gotcha uh did you so so you and donnie have you all talked about what was on that side at all um a little bit that was this that was the moment when right he was like yeah here check out this song and then xandar lost control. right exactly okay here, i'm gonna check one thing Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, why don't you roll a persuasion check to see if you can get the moderators to be interested in doing that sort of thing. I'm be like, I know I haven't been an active member in a long time. <laughs> I've just been very busy and my internet's been very shoddy, but I got a 22, guys. So please help me. Please help me. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Um, they'll look into it as uh, best they can. I'm going to say, though, that somebody else has been looking into this. One of your protégés, Rain. Mm. And over the uh, comm, I don't think you all were aware that this was also being broadcasted to the Star Corsair. You hear a little voice. Rain, it's Donnie. What's up, Don? Um, Nothing. Well, okay, cool, man. All right. Well, right, I'll talk sorry. to you. Yeah, no, uh, sorry. Um, you're that sound, right? The one that made um, yeah. Zand, uh, Professor Xandar freak out. Yeah, come on, Don, spit it out, man. We don't, we don't have a lot of time. Why are you yelling at me? I'm sorry. Come on, man. Please. Fine. All right. I searched the sound to see if it occurs anywhere else, and it does. It pops up on a pop song by uh, someone called Aos. Yes. Anyway, if you care, whatever. Done. Yeah. That was fucking sick, man. Yeah. I'm, From the back okay. part, it's like holding up like two thumbs up like, yes, excellent interaction. <laughs> Success. Success. <laughs> hey, uh, good work. Uh, thanks. Bye. And um, the line goes dead. Um, and then um, the line like sort of reacted. I don't know why he hung up. This is gas. Uh, are y'all heading back up here? Uh, yeah, soon. Soon. We'll be there in a minute. All right. I got to go look at uh, Orion's court. Someone freaked out up here. Um, if you need me, just beat me. And um, she uh, disconnects. Um, I have a question about yeah. timeline and history. Mm-hmm. Um, the annihilation weapon, the schematic that is up, I think Hart has just been like sort of like standing like while everyone is talking, like sort of like observing this this like giant thing. Yeah. Um, uh, the creation of Void Forged happened before or after this was used? Uh, that would have been before. Before. Um, okay. Or wait, 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 I'm sorry. I just mixed up before and after. Void Forged would have been created after the annihilation <laughs> cannon is used. Yes. 
Okay, that's what I that's what I thought. I think that I think Hart is having a moment of like 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 listening to the conversation that was happening downstairs, like now being like greeted with this giant weapon, knowing like their origins, but not necessarily any of their history. Like a lot of information is being downloaded right now. The idea that the ship they were on to protect might have been targeted uh, specifically because Hestia was on it. Um, uh, that the the thought that like I came from things that do what this does just on a smaller scale. Am I a monster? <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like, just like, like, like truly just like sort of like processing, like thinking about like, well, I have, I have come from violence and, and, and murder. Um, that is like my function. That's what I did before I was what I am now. Um, someone wants to rebuild. And I think Hart says this out loud, like, like tuning back into the conversation is like, someone wants to rebuild this weapon which means someone wants to use it. Yes, Hart. Very good. Who would want to use your weapon? And on who? If someone had the Annihilation Cannon in their hands, they could destroy anything in the void. And that's where we'll stop! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. We're getting in the, like, nitty-gritty bits of war. (laughs) We're going to war. Yes. The gang goes to war. The gang goes, the gang to, goes war. to war. <laughs> yeah, has you. Yeah, you could be sassy to the rest of us, but not to them. Okay, don't be sassy to Hart. <laughs> Just doing their They're best. Learning. <laughs> Very good, Hart. Very good. You put and it Hart together. was like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> totally not registering. Not registering this the sarcasm. I've only yep. only been able to pick up sarcasm from Rain, and it's because we spent a lot of time together. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, if people want to spend a lot of time with us and pick up on all of our sarcasm, uh, Bianca, where can they find us? You can find us where else? The internet. Um, You can find (laughs) us on social media. You can find us on uh, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, and Patreon at the Pod Has Been Cast. And you can tweet us on Twitter at the PHB Cast. And uh, Carlos, who do we need to thank for not reaching into the recesses of our mind and using our own past traumas against us? We want to say thank you again to MinMax Games for sponsoring us and working with us. Um, We have a very special promo deal with them where if you go to their website, minmaxgames.com, and you buy anything, Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Magic cards... Uh, Games Workshop, Warhammer, all that stuff. If you buy anything, you put in the promo code VOID, V-O-I-D, you get $5 in store credit. And the reason this is important is because every purchase that's made with that promo code helps us out. So if you want to buy something for yourself and support your favorite D&D podcast, um, you can do that and enjoy some $5 off. I guess. I don't know. But but they've been really awesome. They're very supportive and we're very thankful that they are happy to work with us. Absolutely. And um, here's my episode reminder to join our Patreon. Help mm. us out. We need your money. You <laughs> don't need your money. You hate your money. I'm supplanting this into your consciousness. Get rid of your money. Give it to us. <laughs> Thank you. But for real though, really quick. Uh, I, okay, but for real? But for real, for real. Like, uh, you're probably going to hear a really annoying commercial that I'll make and put in every single episode just to annoy you. But um, we're looking to 
create our own little studio space and be able to make this even better um, than what it is now. And we need equipment and uh, your support is really helpful towards uh, achieving that goal of being able to be together in a space to be able to record it and make it sound even better than it does right now. So seriously, check out the Patreon, check out minmaxgames.com. Um, and uh, we really appreciate your support. Even just being here is wonderful and beautiful. We we love you all. We love you all. And if we're going to be together in any space, there's only one space I want us to be together in. And that's Robert's Corner. Uh, last weekend, I saw, I think, what, what might be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, I was at a park, and there was an ice cream truck at the park. And there was also an ice cream cart at the park. And the gentleman who was running the ice cream cart uh, went over to the gentleman in the ice cream truck and started a screaming match with him, like a territory war, like in front of kids trying to buy ice cream. And then took the lid off of his little ice cream cart and started like bashing it on the side of the truck while children were still uh, standing around like waiting for ice cream. These two ice cream men were uh, having a turf war in a park. And I told that story to a friend recently and apparently that's a, a scene in, in the Heights. I was, yes, say, that's I was like about a to deep say. Plot. In the yeah. um, but I saw that in real life, so I thought I'd share that here. It was maybe the most hilarious thing I've ever seen in my life. Can I get that a bomb pop? Truly wild. Can I please get a bomb pop? <laughs> Can I get one of those? It looks like Captain America, but the eyes are bad. Yeah, awesome. I was gonna say Sonic the Hedgehog, where his like yeah. eyeball is in his cheek. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> the three genders: SpongeBob, Sonic, and Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> hey, uh, tweet to us which of the three genders you are. Power of girls, and uh, we'll get back to you next episode with ours. <laughs> bye, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.